0: Okay, what's going on guys and welcome to episode four of listen whilst you step and today i'm on with the boys I've got johnny on who you guys met a couple of episodes again And then we've also got danny and will with us. So thank you very much for coming on boys And you guys just want to go over a kind of little bit of an introduction of How you got into your fitness kind of what you did where you're going what the kind of goals are now And then we'll just kind of run from there the kind of main topic of today's podcast is going to be all about your kind of inner circle and how important it is to surround yourself with like-minded fucking badass people because I think we really are a product of the people we kind of surround ourselves
1: with so uh, I'll let you start off Will. All right okay I'm starting. Um, (laughs) On the spot. Yeah 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 yeah. Um, well we we, Dan and I pretty much like we said before started in the same place just wanting to go to the gym doing the usual you know, 500 reps to get absolutely peeled. Um, 20 reps on bench to get toned. Like. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally started going and it was the LH because of Dan and his dad. Like, I think the first time we went, we were just doing some boxing, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it just started with, like, lifting just for fun, trying to, like, just be the most jacked kids in school, get the one-hour anabolic window in. Uh And then came in, like, the powerlifting stuff. I think we did that for, like, what well, I, I did bit less than that, maybe like nine months before competing, competed in that when we were, well, 19, 20, then?
2: 19, yeah.
1: Yeah, 19. Um, did, yeah, did that, it was pretty good, but I enjoyed that, probably not the best form, uh, leading to some injuries I'm dealing with now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we won't talk about that. Uh, and then sort of transitioned more back into wanting to like look a certain way, uh, went away traveling for a bit, came back looking like a, someone's dad. Um, and then decided, yeah, like the, if I didn't have a goal, I probably wasn't going to get back in shape. So I said, right, I'm going to compete in nine months. Ended up doing a men's physique show, probably the one and only time I ever do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and now training more for endurance sort of stuff still waiting on an appeal with the Royal Marines for my medical but we won't go into that again because that's been three months of stress Um, but yeah now I'm the skinny one in the group who just enjoys running and not lifting loads of weight. (laughs) Mate yeah
0: it's quite cool because you've literally touched on so many different aspects of things like you've put your fingers in a lot of pies (laughs) to say the least and so it'd be super interesting to kind of speak about and then who's helped you out kind of through all that because I know there's definitely been some ups and downs. How about you Danny?
2: Yeah, so I started from like a swimming background. I swam for like ten years. Quit when I was about fourteen, fifteen, and then gained a bit of weight, as most swimmers tend to do when they quit. Do you know what I mean? You go from not training. And Johnny knows his sister swims. You just. Yeah,
1: just <laughs> was Danny was a big boy when I met
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Danny got thick, and then um, <laughs> yeah, then my dad started taking me down to LH because he used to box, do that kind of thing. So we used to just do pads, bits and bobs. And then he got me into strength training with a bloke called Ben Harding. We used to do like one session a week. And then Will hopped in on some of those. And then me and Will used to just do a bit of bench, maybe a couple bicep curls. Three months later, threw in a bit of incline dumbbell, spice it up. Do you know (laughs) what I mean? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we just played about for about a year or two in the gym. And then we got more into powerlifting. Did that, competed at 19, 82 kilos um, in GPC. And then got a British deadlift record for that at the time. Broken now, like, is what it is. (laughs) What what was it? 2.55, 82 kilos for teens. Boom. Mate, that was filth for the time. I remember seeing that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I timed it. it as like a seven-second rep. Like, it was long. Grindy. Like. <laughs> oh. It was shaky, yeah. <laughs> was yeah I remember and some then, of those sessions
0: at LH that were freaking They were big. Classes. The hype was <laughs> real, wasn't it? Yeah, I missed the vibe there, big time.
2: Yeah, it was huge. Uh, done two boxing fights kind of just before the powerlifting as well um and then yeah spent the last kind of like year or two rehabbing my knee unsure of when i want if i want to do like strength training grow that kind of thing but now it's just purely focused on growth and get summer shredded next year
0: Gee, <laughs> every year just,
2: Brett, Brett, <laughs> uh, get bigger get <laughs> lean some won't know what's hit it <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> budgies let's go too right um sound um now we kind of got a bit of an intro let's just kind of move on to the main topic like we said it's kind of about your inner circle now um Johnny I'll come to you mate like what would you say is the biggest kind of um, like the most important thing of having an inner circle why is it important
1: I think mate like everyone goes through like some shit times um and you just need people who are constantly like being positive and uplifting like the worst thing you can have is just when you go for a shit time and someone's like all the time just kind of down beating you and like saying nothing positive like that inner circle is really there for those hard times just to up like lift you kind of thing say those positive things give you that little bit of advice that's just mm-hmm. going to help you like move forward yeah massively I think for me the other thing as well is I know me and
0: Danny have always said this like it's one that in the kind of that, like lower time, someone to bring you up, but it's also when shit's going well, someone to keep fucking pushing you. Like it's rare that you surround yourself with people that push you, and you have that competition between each other. But you also want to see each other succeed as much as you want yourself to succeed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's massive.
1: I think mean, that's the biggest thing, isn't it? Like having like a true friend or that inner circle is wanting each other to do well and succeed. Uh, yeah. The day if you're not like that, they're not really part of your inner circle if they don't want you to do well. And be happy, kind of thing.
2: Yeah, I think- Yeah, it's like you can get a little like on Instagram on a post, but it doesn't mean those people support you or actually want to see you do well. Do you know what I mean? It's the people that are close to you, messaging you, pushing you forward for that.
1: 100% sort of Danny on prep. Like towards the end, I literally like.
2: I <laughs> yeah, disclaimer. Will was the biggest challenge you have ever met. <laughs> <prep>. like,
1: <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't
2: talk to Danny for, for
1: like. Months. Yeah. I Used to message you and you'd be like, mate, you've got this, like, just stop stressing, you look fine. And I'd just be there, like, sleeping four hours a night, like, freaking out. See the kid in the gym. I didn't meet you, did I? For like a month, no, you wouldn't even talk to me in the gym, lad. Nothing, (laughs) (laughs) still, like, you were the person. Like, if I was like bricking it about something, I'd message you and you'd keep my head screwed on. Mm. That's what part of it is. Like, yeah,
2: because I knew you were just going for a rough time, that's what you wanted to do. Do you know what I mean? So, it's going to be there for that.
1: Yeah, and that's like, it goes back to having those people who can like help you when when you're going through the shit times, but also like keep building you up when you're like going through your strengths. But I think a lot of people you see, I feel like Simon, you're probably the best example, like how well you're doing with your online coaching and stuff. There's probably going to be a lot of people who will be super nice to your face. Like, oh mate, you're doing so well. Behind your back, they're jealous. They're going to be digging at you like, oh, look at this Belen, like he's done that in a year they're like the people you need to completely
0: remove from your circle. Like, I I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's so true. Like, and I think people just end up trying to play the fucking nice card because they're like, Oh yeah, I just need to, Oh, they're saying this. So I was like, be realistic. Like you just don't need that many fucking important people in your life. And you yeah. don't, I don't think, I know for me, like I've had people like that in my life and I don't feel, think you realize necessarily how toxic something can be until you're outside of it. Um, we've all had people like that in our life. And I think as you get older, you definitely fricking learn that. And it's uh, it takes a fine eye to fucking see it. I think, but I think the biggest one would be just listen to the people around you. Like the people in your inner circle will say that person's been a fucking asshole. Like wh- what, like di- mm-hmm. disassociate yourself from them right now. Um, and obviously like, it's a difficult thing to do, but, all of us like i know like us for all like obsessed with just being like the best versions of ourselves and pushing the kind of limits not just in our training but like in our personal lives and everything as well and i think just listen to the people around you who are in that inner circle but if anyone or anyone new does come around like just if your mates don't generally like them then they're probably they're probably a bit of a dick
1: <laughs> yeah, nine times
0: is. out of ten it's all it's also like i
1: think there's going to be a lot of people who want to be in your circle like based upon what they see you doing and that's quite hard because like I noticed that it I mean it doesn't really bother me but when I was doing the show the amount of messages from like people who would be like when do you want to train like you look sick oh mate I look up to you so much to now I'm like running and people are like, <laughs> oh, that's not really that alpha do you know what I mean like, <laughs> like I've, I've seen like people unfollow me do you know what I mean so it's kind of like people will only like you when you're doing well or you're doing something they like enjoy. And then when you start taking a different path, like everyone seems to want to sort of step away from it.
0: Yeah, that, that's when who's truly in your inner circle kind of reveals himself, if you know what yeah. I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly so like next time we train if you could all just keep
0: hoodies on like, maybe the- <laughs> <laughs> just i ain't running anywhere at the moment yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me a few months and we'll be fine but
2: I only place uh, i'm running is the kitchen mate Like,
0: <laughs> to be fair i don't think i've ever actually seen danny run
2: <laughs> oh,
1: man. Hey, i haven't sorry. got the knees for it <laughs> danny only runs
2: the dodgy dodgy gaps after my birthday don't
1: you no, it's not going to that, eh? <laughs> um,
0: Sam, let's just kind of move on to like, we'll just go through kind of each of us. Like, I'll, I'll start and just saying who wh- one of the people that kind of is in my inner circle is Johnny, and I'm gonna t- say two different people here. Johnny's definitely one of my kind of closest mates, but I wouldn't say that Johnny's necessarily someone who pushes me. I think Johnny's someone in my inner circle that if shit hits the fan, I know he'd be my fucking rock. And I could, I could open up and like with anything, like emotional, whatever it might be. And I know he would be there and I know he'd be a good listener. Um, and I thank him for that, obviously. Um, you've also got other people in your kind of inner circle fucking push you. I know when me, whenever me and Danny get sessions in together it's fricking we're always trying to outdo each other like we're always a some, some, of, some of the sessions we used to do like we'd be on like ca- cable flyers doing fsd7 someone come over how many sets have you got this i'd be like 5 Then be like no we've got six right like, fine we're doing
1: seven <laughs> it?
0: yeah it's just like my back doesn't work <laughs> my back is now fucked um but yeah it's just so important to have different people in there as well people that you can rely on And like they're your kind of rock for emotional different things. People who push you, people who kind of. For me, I can become a bit of a robot and just kind of work, 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 work because I love my job and I'm super passionate about it. But I know I need to chill out sometimes, and that's why Jew is quite good for me because she does kind of go stop being a twat, come and have a drink (laughs) if you know what I mean. Like it's important (laughs) to have different people like that throughout your life. So, Will, who's who's some people in your inner circle who've helped you out?
1: Definitely. Danny, like you said, like whenever, I mean, I know I'm the same for you, mate, but whenever I've needed to talk about something like not even fitness related, it's always like you're the first person I come and speak to. And like I always value your opinion the most.
2: Um, yeah, I feel like me and you are very similar to what Simon and Johnny are like to each other. Yeah, I mean?
1: like you're always the first person who I speak to about it. And then in terms of pushing me, like it's really weird because me and her are quite conflicted, but like my mum is always the one who's like, if I say I'm going to do something, like, I remember at one point with the show, I was like, oh, like, I don't know if I can do this. And she was like, you've fucking been doing it for two months. Like, <laughs> I, I was like. <laughs> I was, hold, like your, okay.
0: hold you accountable.
1: Yeah, like, and, and a lot of the times with what's been going on recently, like with Disappear, where I've been like, oh, can't really like be bothered to train. And I took like a week off and she was like, you haven't been training, have you? Like, she's just the first one on my case, and it's quite, it's, it's quite weird that way because I didn't ever expect it. But, yeah, t- like, in terms of mates, it's hard because on the, on the training front, like, what I want to do with my life, I kind of, like, try and keep it quite close-knit. Mm-hmm. I rarely would ever speak to anyone other than Danny about it. Yeah. Um, I think that's just me. Like, I need to learn to, like, open up a bit more and be able to speak to, like, people about what I want to do and, like, what's going on at the moment kind of thing.
2: Yeah, it's also a very solo thing that you're doing though, as well. So there's not many people that are aiming for that same thing. Whereas like me, John and Simon are all kind of working towards the same goal. We can have our battle on different exercises. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now, now I finish the cut. I ain't running
1: anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, no. I'd say those are the two like biggest people.
0: Sounds quite weird, doesn't it? Saying your mom, but yeah, mate, it's it's an interesting one because you don't really think about it unless like you get put on the spot and you go fuck who, who is in my inner circle? Who is who is there to be there yeah. if I need it? You don't think about it, and I think it's I, I know I put up a post last week. It's like my challenge to people was go and thank someone who's in your inner circle because just being a bit more grateful for it, I think it could definitely definitely go a long way for a lot of people.
2: How about you, Danny? Yeah, pretty much same as me, same as Will, to be honest. Like, we've been, we've gone through, like, the whole thing together from when we were, like, 15, 16, do you know what I mean? And we've done kind of pretty much all the goals together or, like, support each other through it. And then in terms of, like, life in general, Will's probably also that person, like, not just for training, but, like, in life as general. But then, like, my mum and dad mostly, because they, like, I just bought a gaff, like, a month or so ago. Um, but I wouldn't be, like, where I am now without that, do you know what I mean? And also probably you, Simon, like pushed me in terms of work. Um, yeah, got promotion, like start this year. You were hyped for it. We um, were hyped for it. I know all the boys are hyped for it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's just like someone pushing you to like earn that extra money, about your life, that kind of thing.
1: They just wanted the gap, mate. That's why. Yeah, yeah They, just, they, want they just want to want the want to be after the it. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere to crash off the town, mate. That's why. <laughs>
2: Yeah, let's be news, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's it's so cool to
0: watch just it sounds so like weird, but what as we all get older, everyone progressing. But it's amazing how everyone has their own paths, but you've all got that kind of interlinking thing in between either way. What about you, Johnny?
1: Uh well obviously like you boys and like my parents' stuff, but I'm gonna go like down a bit of a different route. Like I'd say when I grew up, I was always like a real introvert. and I'd never really go out of my way to go speak to people, go do anything. And that was just like one of the things with me. Um, so going to university was like a big, big thing for me, like going away from family, like growing up, meeting all these new people. And one of the boys actually now who I speak to like pretty much most days is uh, one of my mates called Mitch. And he's like, I'd say he's a big part of my inner circle more because he pushes me to go do things that, I wouldn't necessarily have done. And I've now had gone away and had loads of like life experience and like gone and done really cool and different things that I would never have done if I just stayed at home kind of thing. So he's like, I'd say a big part of my inner circle for the fact he just pushed me to do stuff. Um and then someone else, like who's pretty new kind of to our group, well new-ish, is uh our mate Liam. Um and we both, me and I both said this, like. First time like, we kind of met him, he just fit like a glove kind of thing. Yeah. Um, just we- one of the boys straight off. Yeah, I'm
0: sure Danny and Will will agree that we've got quite a weird group of friends. Like, We can be quite <laughs> a strange group of friends occasionally, but honestly... we're no uh... proper weird blokes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, that was a compliment. Um, but yeah, I just remember, Rosie, like that. he came up to a rugby training session and I ended up giving him a lift back home because he'd only just moved over, he didn't drive and things like that. And we always said, like Johnny said, I've never met anyone who just fitted into our group like that. Um, i let Johnny carry on, but...
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like the first time, I, it was a fitness session. And, of course, we were doing some uh, broncos, which is like a fitness test. And, of course, I took my top off straight away and he just starts giving me loads of shit. Straight <laughs> off to take my top. I was like, he's going to be one of my mates. Um, but, yeah, he's another big one part of it because he's one of those people who is a little bit older, um, got a little bit more life experience, but definitely someone who's got a big heart and, like, always cares and kind of if he thinks you're saying some bullshit, like, he'll call you out on it. That's what you need. It's important to have someone Mm -hmm. like that. Like, a lot of times, like, you can get away with just, like, chatting shit. I know Daniel, like, just call me on it. He'll be like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what you need. Like, that person in your group who's just going to say it how it is. Like, that's I think that's well important.
0: Honestly, such a big
1: thing. Even if it hurts your feelings a little bit, like, at the end of the day, he's just telling you what he thinks and what he thinks is right. And more often than not, it normally is kind of thing. Yeah, that's when he said, "Johnny, put your top on, mate. Come on." Yeah, <laughs> stop, <laughs> putting, stop putting us all
0: to shame here. The most symmetrical human being in the world. Um, <laughs> I want to take it on like a little bit of a different spin now because the thing is, like, none of us—well, me and Johnny went to school together. Like, our our old me- our, our old boys are like best friends in that. But like us two and you you guys, like, we wouldn't be mates if it wasn't for training and things like that. And I know Danny messaged me before about kind of he wanted to talk about how. A training partner can be so freaking important and just having someone there to push you but also the fact that you can't have you can't have to drag that person like that person needs to be as, as kind of like-minded as you and wanting to push as hard So I'll, I'll let danny run with this one a little bit
2: yeah, so in terms of training training partners we both know like we all know they can be like huge like me and will used to go in the gym like we did stupid stuff like squat every day and you just force each other to do it even if you were dying like you walk in your hips would be broken you can even hit depth you'd be like yeah but you're gonna fucking do it do you know what i mean and then like if even if the weights are moving badly and like you know you need to beat last week's numbers that person will force you to do it but then you don't want to be the one that's carrying them through the session they walk in every session going don't know if i'm feeling it today or you're there trying to grind out a rep and they just stood there on their phone you need them to give you the same energy you're giving them. I know some sessions you'll give 80% to bring them up and they'll just be given kind of 20%, but it's got to balance out because everyone's going to have their rough days.
1: That that fires me up the most though. Like when me and you train together, when we trained at your Simon, like it probably sounds quite sadistic, but like when someone's doing something, they find it really hard. I think my favorite thing is just talking like absolute smack to that person. Yeah, so I don't get that. <laughs> that that's that's thing. Yeah. I'd be like, "You little fucking bitch!" I was like, "You know." <laughs> but it's like they're go this, they're set, they're performing,
2: their balls out set, but you end up more hyped than them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They finish. That's what you want.
1: Time. You're sat down. Like,
0: oh.
1: Yeah, it drains you afterwards. You're like, well, mate, hell, you "I need a I miss that so much now. To be fair. Yeah, it comes it comes
0: back to what I said at the start, is having having people that like you're pushing each other and you both like having your own battles against each other, but you want the other person to succeed as much as you do. Yeah, yeah. Like, you get you get so invested in mate. This is one of the reasons why I love coaching so much is I get so invested in my clients' results and things like that. Like me getting a client results, I get as much of a fucking buzz off it as they do. Like it, it's a super, super cool thing.
2: Um, yeah it's like the amount of times we've all got off like say a hack squat or something Say you've done like six reps of like four plates aside, and you look at your training part and you're like come on then you've got seven (laughs) let's go
0: no pressure (laughs) yeah exactly yeah at the same time like i know johnny's a little bit like this for me like if i know i'm like oh my back's a little bit dodgy sometimes like now as we get older we all look back at some of that training we're like oh fucking hell why did i do that like there's a line and i think it's also then Mm. important to know You've got so you know when to push and you know when to go like come on stop being an idiot hold back. I think we like you as yeah. you get older. It's like having that devil and the angel on your shoulder. Um,
2: Especially when we all used to like strength train and you could see someone building up for one rep. Like you need to also be there to tell them look I don't know if it's there today or hype them up if you're thinking yeah you can do more.
1: Hang on a sec, Danny man, I've got to call you on that. Like <laughs> that, <laughs> you wanted, I know what. Danny's all go. There's
0: no, there's no holding back.
2: Hey, I know two, what lift you're talking about, like, you, looked, four, at me, you no. looked at me and went, I'm doing 240. You <laughs> yeah, were have <laughs> none of it. You were like, just fucking talk dirty to me. You were like, put 240 on the bar, I'm
1: going to do it. Bro, I did like 220 and you were like, yeah, your back's flat. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, okay. Your back was never flat, lad. <laughs> 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 Mate, so yeah. you do it again, though. Yeah, I probably would, Yeah, exactly. Hey
0: you don't you don't you never regret it you never regret it Um, no it's cool it's it's interesting though going back to like the the kind of like talk when you end up just like screaming at someone in a set how those people you you learn what gets them ticking like you learn how to get different people motivated like if i was spotting danny for a set of squats what i would scream at him would be completely different to what i scream at johnny I think that, like, when you've got yeah, those people and you're in a your circle, like, you start to learn what makes people mm-hmm. tick, and I can almost predict, like, when Johnny's going to get pissed off before Johnny gets pissed off. <laughs> Big time. I don't know Johnny can get aggy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Happened on Saturday, mate. It happened on, on Saturday. That's alright.
0: Shouldn't have put your headphones in with... <laughs> nah, it's interesting, like, what, uh, I'll start, like, what type, what type of motivation get, gets you going? like what 10 like for me mine is personal like it's internal like if someone went to me like i thought you were better than that like you fucking didn't give everything there i know you didn't that would get me going because I, I i find my motivation comes a lot more internal than uh external for sure it's uh that's what gets me going Is someone like i hate the thought of fucking leaving something or like wishing i could have given more that, that, that fucking that's like my biggest fear like being a cog wishing like you just done the same shit over not progressed or anything like that that's me so if someone went to me i thought i thought you're better than that i'd be like fuck
1: <laughs> how about you johnny <laughs> i'm like more the opposite to be honest like when i watch people do stuff like not only in the gym but like in sport like it kind of motivates me like looking at either mate like Stuart, like him going away and playing like professional tennis and stuff that motivates you, like looking how well he's doing, uh, especially for someone like who's in our inner circle, like to really be pushing on and like breaking into the top, like World 700 kind of thing. Yeah, like, how amazing he's doing that, 100% like motivates me. Like other people smashing out like 10 reps on the bench on the arm, like, well, he's doing that. I want to go do that. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things of someone else is doing well and happy, but I also want to match them. Yeah,
0: massively. Danny?
2: yeah kind of same as Johnny if you see someone else that's hungry and working for it and it kind of like drags you up with them to want to do the same um but then in terms of the gym I think a lot of it can vary kind of like sometimes depends what you're going through at the time if you're going for emotional stuff someone can like hype you up in that sense but then if you also sound pretty level-headed you just have I don't know like join you know mean? new boys have all screamed and shouted some like yeah. <laughs> dirty Aggie stuff at me some back slaps it's just anything that can just trigger that little thing in your head so you just lose it mm. Well,
1: Yeah I think mine's quite the same as your song that like I've got I've always got like the fear I know with like doing the powerlifting doing the bodybuilding stuff even every session like I've always got the fear that there's going to be someone who will like do the session I'm doing but a lot harder and then when I come to do that, when it was the same with the meet, the same with the show, when I come to do that, if I know that there was one session or one part of my life that I didn't give 100% to, then like, I'm always going to be in regret that one time I fucked up and it like, it just eats away at me. Like today I slept through my alarm, haven't trained in the morning and I'm already like, oh, yeah, oh. I already feel <laughs> a bit aggy, do you know what I mean? But yeah, that's it. Yeah
0: it's it's a funny one how how pe- different people kind of tick but you also learn obviously what I was saying about the inner circle mm. you learn how people tick but I think it's important to kind of have that balance of internal and external like sure seeing you obviously like other people go and smash it is like that's going to get you through sometimes but I also think sometimes making sure that you do have your own internal drivers is mm. uh, obviously massive important like we've all got our own goals but we all help each other kind of get there so that inter- mix of internal and external is like absolutely valuable i think it's interesting that we got two and two um i wouldn't i personally that that's strange because i wouldn't have said johnny like that i i would have said johnny's external sometimes i uh, sorry internal
2: sometimes
1: i think it depends on what it is and the what time yeah but,
2: yeah i think in the gym a lot of it can be like for environment. Me, it's like the pressure yeah and the, impre- the pressure you put on yourself to do that lift like if you're going for that one rep it's the fear of failing, like even if there's like no one there, it's the feeling of like not being able to lift it. It just like just fucking gets me down. So that's what gets me hyped up. But like, if you're not nervous before a lift, then I think there's oh, something wrong. Mate, you're man. not fresh. You're not putting enough pressure on yourself before that. Like we've all done it. We've all gone for big numbers and like the day before we've been nervous, messaging each other like shit.
0: I remember when I I remember when I hit, hit two fifty for the first time. I remember like two days before I was like fuck this is gonna be interesting <laughs>
2: <Just> <laughs> drilling
0: it over and over in your head um last thing i want to talk about is kind of just more like just being around like my minded people obviously johnny was supposed to do the meet that i did in december you guys have already done a powerlifting meet and um, just keep it like kind of relative to training what was your experience like of the meet um i'll start my, my mine was absolutely insane like i said i wanted to do one for so long because obviously i saw you guys do one i was like yeah i want to do this but we were always training for sport training for sport training for rugby and everything and i did the meet and just being in that environment with so many people who are similar to you and different i just think it's it, it's insane like the atmosphere in there like it was a tiny meet and things like that but it's just you just get an absolute buzz and it's so cool to be part of uh thing where there might be a hundred people or almost like carbon copies of each other where you're just all striving for one goal it didn't matter there was a guy who squatted 360 kilos in there to yeah ridiculously he was massive yeah absolute animal um to like a a, what was it like a, a 65 year old woman there like there was literally like Complete polar opposite ends of the spectrum, but everyone was in there. Everyone was as hyped for each other. I, I pulled a PB. Some guy I'd never met in my life like came over and congratulated me and everything like that. And he was pulling like three twenty or something like that. It was just so cool to be in an environment like that.
2: Yeah, it's like everyone's there too. Like essentially, it's who can lift the most weight. But at the same time, it's like the tightest knit group of people because everyone's just hyped up for each other. They all understand like the hype for it. Hmm.
1: Massively,
2: it's, was, it's, it's a cool experience. A bit
1: different, wasn't it, Danny? Like, obviously,
2: was what the gym we walked into? Oh my god! I've
1: never that was
2: so much. That Bulldog. was uh, what was it's it? Like, Bulldog's gym, um, something like that.
1: No, Genesis, gym. Genesis, Genesis. Bulldog. Genesis. Bulldog. Fuck it's me! Like the biggest, like. I've never seen so many big guys in my the room.
2: Wait, my balls dropped when we walked in that route. I was like, fuck <laughs> oh.
1: it, 200 for reps. And I swear, like, he's just shouting random shit. I'm like, 82 kilos, dry as fuck. Like, <laughs> we, we to do this weigh in, like, just like, gone. And um, we both just looked at each other and I knew Danny felt the exact same way I did. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't We didn't
2: it. even say anything. We just knew. <laughs>
1: But then, soon, was, like you said, as soon as it comes to, like, the meet day, like, everyone was just proper gas for each other, weren't they? Like, you're doing your warm-ups, and everyone's like, oh, what do you want on next? Like, helping you load the bar, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mad to see, like, you see these people. It's quite, it's, it's quite, like, contradictory. You see these people, and you instantly judge them, like, oh, he's going to be proper Aggie, covered in tattoos, traps the size of my head. Like, <laughs> and then you come, actually do the meet, and everyone's, like, just feeding off each other, like, exactly like you said, Simon.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's a cool it's a cool environment um obviously me and Johnny have played, played rugby for years and years and years what would you say the environment's like in in, in a rugby Johnny uh
1: it's kind of similar to kind of what you're saying there like within a team like because it, it's such a big group and it's a team sport like everyone at the end of the day has to have each other to do well kind of thing so you can't just downtrod people like you need to lift people up so if you just down people, like they just get demotivated and then they're just not going to try. And then the day, like I said, it's a team sport, so you kind of need that atmosphere in the team, which is why, like, we went on so many like socials and stuff, and we've kind of got that um, bit loose side in us. Uh, the fact that, like, kind of we went on those team bonding things um, with all those like um, nights out and stuff, so. I'd say it's quite similar, especially when I was in England at university. I was like in a powerlifting club there, and it was kind of the exact same as what you were saying, like every, but with the meet, that was just a one-off. But with the club, it was like every single session was like a meet kind of thing. Everyone would gather around for like your top set. Everyone would be shouting you on kind of thing. So it's definitely, you kind of get that big like adrenaline rush and kind of that big boost, especially when you have people cheering you on.
0: massively like for any for anyone who hasn't kind of done done a powerlifting meet or like been part of like a team sport or something i'd recommend a powerlifting meet to anyone i really really would i think you're Mm -hmm. like obviously you guys might not have had the best experience with (laughs) with one um there's definitely your ones to pick. Man. I'd love to set one up over one one in Jersey. I'd love to, but it's just finding the, the location and things like that. I wouldn't want to do it like any anything official, but I think it'd just be cool to bring someone like that over to the island. Like mm. I said, just get a load of like-minded people in a room and just go freaking, go for ham and listen tin. <laughs> yeah, I
2: think there's loads of people that wouldn't even train for it as well. They just rock up and go balls to the walls, you know what I mean? You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would pull 240 again I just doing cardio. And be like, "Back
1: that, pal. Go 250."
0: He'd he'd run there. Then, yeah. <laughs> <then> run <home. laughs>
1: yeah, Simon, you should actually look into doing that though. Like, it would be good, and it gets um, more like it increases the sort of like exactly what you're talking about, like the circle. Like, you get to know more people. You get to like someone who might have not initially been interested. They might be keener because it's cheaper to stay in Jersey and do it. Yeah, um, sure.
0: I've I've spoken about it for ages. I mentioned it's both Danny and Johnny a while mm-hmm. back. It's, it's finding a location and things like that. It's definitely on my it's on my ever growing list of things to do.
2: Um,
0: but yeah, it's I don't know. Can't do it body rocks. The the floor floor will kind of fall. down
2: You'll get told off for that. slamming the weights, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I should go in there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we'll probably be lifting like two forty. In actual fact, you'll be lifting two twenty. <laughs> Yeah, we, wouldn't oh <laughs> we can go there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Soundboys, And,
0: have you got boys got any kind of closing thoughts on anything at all?
1: Um, we actually need to like get another breakfast in. I don't know how many times <laughs>
2: talking
1: about it. Yeah. it's just yeah. gonna happen. Do you know what I mean?
2: Breaky dinner or something, some form yeah. of food. This
0: is, this is the interesting thing as well. Like, I, I would consider you like all of you boys within my inner circle obviously I see John basically every day I don't I don't see Danny or Will all that often but I know Mm. if I had some shit I could go to them and you'd be like that so I just I think people within your inner circle you may not see all the time but
1: uh, you you know it
2: It might not be the person that you talk to every single day I don't
1: think you need to be speaking to people or seeing them every day to like reinforce the fact that you're mates like you just said Simon like like you don't I would happily come and speak to you or Johnny about something or like expect vice versa and not worry about giving my time up. But it's like don't need to be seeing someone for them to be like part of your inner circle and to know that you get along. But I think that is that if you feel like you need to do that with someone, then maybe you're not actually that tight with them. I think it's a good example of that is like when I went to university like we weren't always chatting and like seeing each other like every day but like you don't need to because at the end of the day in your head you know like they're going to be there for you if you need to talk to them about something. They're only like a message away kind of thing.
0: Yeah. If shit hits the fan you've got your your, you're covered. Um, Yeah yeah, massively. Honestly thank you so much for coming on boys. Uh, We'll kind of wrap it up there. We've done it about 40 minutes or so. I don't want to keep people be stepping for a long time (laughs) otherwise um, uh, but yeah honestly again thank you for coming on uh, guys just make sure you go and give all of these guys a follow, Will, Danny Johnny just want to pop up like, your Instagram handles, uh, I'll put them all in the bio so people can go and follow you and uh, reach out to any of us if you've got any questions and the main thing I think the biggest takeaway from all of this is going to be just go and fucking evaluate like who's in your life, it sounds fucking ruthless but just cut away the dead wood like especially those people who are very close to you, speak to them and like I'm sure they're probably going through similar things is like who actually in your life it is important and don't don't waste your time life short don't waste your time on freaking time wasters basically and we will get a powerlifting meet organized at some point <laughs> um and it'll be cool right cheers fellas thank you very much so right. later Thanks, boys everyone. see you later cheers.